Yeah, hey. Sorry, I'm not more lively. <laughs> this is as lively wow. as it gets right now. I'm about to Don't take a shot of codeine right. right before we start. Oh, great. So Erica will talk really fast and you'll just be really slow talking. Basically. All right. Uh, what I'm drinking on the podcast today is codeine brought to you by Dr. McKenzie. I'm drinking tea, so also still not drinking alcohol. You know, sometimes, no matter the time of day, you just got to open a bottle of rosé and chill with your girls and drink it all away. Kick it. Rosé. good today um so she's not gonna talk a lot because this isn't an update for katie it's a yeah, down day yeah. well it's just it's as i go on during the day i have strep throat everybody so i know that's really good for a podcast but i think i, I mentioned recommended right i think i mentioned at one point that i have long covid and so like i'm just picking you haven't up mentioned everything it. You haven't oh i haven't no I got, well, briefly, I got COVID right after Thanksgiving and it was horrible. And then apparently I have long COVID. Everybody get vaccinated. I am vaccinated, but still, I still have it. Get anyway, your boosters, I, have, I would say, right? Because you're vaccinated, yeah. but you hadn't had the opportunity to get your booster yet. So get your My boosters. fourth one, my third one ran yeah. out. So, right. and I was like, oh, I've got time. <laughs> no. Uh, time so that was my mistake. Job. But the doctor was like saying the same thing. She was like, I would have done the same thing. You just think you think you're going to be okay. Uh, and like you have time to get it. But nope, I didn't get it in time. And so COVID hit me really hard. And now I have a long COVID, which means I have all the symptoms that have been lasting since now we're, we're at the beginning of February, basically. And uh, I have since then picked up every illness under the freaking sun. I was sick last time we were in when we were in New Orleans. I'm supposed to be in New Orleans right now with some friends from Little Rock and couldn't. You know, I've had the flu, I've had a sinus infection, and now strep throat, which has been kind of a, a little scare because my sister had her baby this week and I was in the hospital and then found out I had strep throat. So it's been like a little terrifying, but we're all, everybody's okay. But Katie also wore a mask in the hospital and didn't hold the baby. And like, so just to also say there were, Katie took precautions as well. So, yeah, so that's, we had that little scare, but everybody's okay. My sister's doing really well. Um, they're in love. He, he's perfect. He was nine pounds. <laughs> nine pounds. Is that not crazy? I don't even know how that's doable. <laughs> anyway. That's quite, quite doable. Yeah, so that's why I'm a little bit quieter today. And anyway, Erica, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I um, started my shots yesterday. I'm doing okay, minus the fact that I found my debit card in the fridge, and I cried this morning because of something. I'm watching, like, the history of college football. It's, like, an actually really interesting series because it's, like, the 150th anniversary of football in general. So ESPN's doing a series of documentaries on different aspects of it, and I'm watching that, and they were talking about um, college uh, – the broadcasting of college football and how much that has like radically changed over the last you know 50 60 years or so and they talk about ESPN college game day and they show clips of being at JMU James Madison University 
where two of my best friends went um, when they did college game day there, and also Virginia Tech, which is beloved by many Virginians, and I've been to a Virginia Tech uh, football game before, and also I was a senior when the Virginia Tech shooting happened, and so like I always like kind of think of that too when I like it's mixed in my Virginia Tech thought. So they showed like both clips of James Madison, Virginia Tech. Apparently I think Virginia adjacent also make me a little teary eyed. So I almost started crying then. And uh, I thought this morning that I may have um, ruined the most expensive of uh, my shop that my insurance does not oh, cover. Yeah. Um, Cause it's about $900 to follow some. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, please don't tell me I ruined this. Cause I came out and my fridge door was open and I was like, crap. So I was able to get a hold of a nurse and the pharmacist. And they said, so long as it stays under 77, I'm probably fine. And it's winter. So like, this is more oh. like if you, yeah, if you're doing it in the summer and the fridge was open, then you right. might be screwed. But like, it's probably okay. It's fine. It didn't was, get over was, 77. Was any of your food spoiled? Yeah, but I didn't care as much about that. I mean, I just threw it out. Like, one thing in the fridge cost $900, and then everything else, I was like, the it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It can go. So, like, I threw out, like, you know, the sour cream and the cream cheese and, like, the tomato that was already a week old. Like, I threw out that stuff. I was like, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just tell me the falls and it's okay. Just tell me it's okay. It's all I care about. That's fair. Legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, one thing in this fridge is almost a thousand dollars. Everything else I can replace for maybe a total of fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's that's a lot. That's a lot. I really don't know how my card ended up in there, but there it was. Just I think that's the, the funniest part. You just you have your card in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a gonna be a great two weeks. I can't well, it's going to make me cry. Oh, ooh. Maybe we'll do a, a trivia game or something for people to play. Yeah, what'll make me cry? I mean, honestly, that's what came up in therapy this week. I wasn't really nervous about the shots itself. I wasn't really nervous about even undergoing a procedure. Obviously, I complain about a lot about how much it costs, but that's because that's like the biggest thing that's in my mm-hmm. face. And then I keep just finding out more and more about how little it costs for men to do reproductive like I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally cutting episode two right now as we're recording and just how ranty we get towards the oh. end is kind of it's funny to me anyway yeah it's, uh, so there, there's that but it was that I'm going to be more emotional and I always I'm fairly in control of my emotions and so when I am in moments where I have less control over it it's frustrating and honestly scary for me um, because I actually feel like there's a lot that depends on me being highly in control of my emotions, including like in my work and like in my day-to-day life and, you know, being a black woman in America. And my therapist was kind of trying to get me to like, you know, when you feel your emotions when they're happening, like it's healthier. And I was like, I'm going to be honest, I'm having a lot of pushback against that right now. Uh, you're saying that and I hear you, but, um, that sounds that sounds dangerous. Like, I think my theory is a little more feel your emotions, but at the right time, which isn't, I don't, that's, I'm not saying that's the healthiest way to go, but like sometimes I have to be like, okay, this is happening right now. 
at work, for example, I can't freak out with everybody else. I have to remain mm-hmm. calm in this moment. And so that's a big thing for me. Yeah. But she, she was like, yeah, you have the ability to describe some pretty like emotional and or like horrific things you've been through in a very calm voice. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing for me is just I'm aware mm-hmm. that I'm going to be full of additional hormones for even longer than your cycle lasts. I mean, it's two weeks altogether. So I don't know how that's going to impact me. And that's a little nerve wracking for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did the first doctor's visit go? I knew it probably wasn't a good idea to book a 7 a.m. appointment, but I did it anyway because I have a 9.30 meeting and this is what we have to do with our lives right now. So everything is happening um, out of order and it's kind of funny, but uh, I just learned what my follicles look like on the ultrasound and some weird information about the placement of my IUD. So I don't know if there's anything to be worried about. But I've had it for four years, and it's been working, so I, I don't know. I guess somebody will tell me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like a little, it's a little hectic this morning. Yeah, it was um, a 7 a.m. appointment. Most of my appointments are probably going to end up being that early because um, it's the one of the best ways to avoid disrupting my work schedule mm-hmm. as much as possible during what's actually kind of a busy time um, at work. So I was late, of course, though, because my body at 2 a.m. was like, oh, you should get up. And I wasn't panicking. Like, I checked my heart rate. Like, I had, like, sleeping heart rate the whole time. So I was very calm. But, mm-hmm. like, I just wasn't going back to sleep. So this when I started watching the NFL college football thing. I was like, Either I'm going to be into it, or I know I'm going to be kind of into it, but it's like the kind of into it where maybe I can fall back asleep. Now I just like watched the whole thing, <laughs> just watching like, you know, racism mm-hmm. and football. Football actually kind of started as an aftermath of the Civil War. That's fascinating. We can get into it later. Oh, I have a lot of questions yeah. about where would American, like, what's the word, masculine energy be if we didn't have football? Because we have not mm-hmm. had a Civil War since then. Like, I have a lot of questions about that. That's interesting. We usually go overseas outside of our own country to fight, but we have a system within this country, including women that like American, like, rah, we always get, we have athletics, football. We can put that energy into that. That was very interesting for me. So maybe I was just like pondering and thinking too much. And so like three hours later, I finally fall asleep at like 5 a.m., but I got to wake up at 6 a.m. for my appointment. So I was a little late. It's only like 10, 15 minutes late. But I feel like then everything happened out of order. And so, like, I'm supposed to go in, and they want to take my blood, but I need to go to the bathroom. And I got to go to the bathroom right now. I can't hold it. I'm sorry. And then they came in, and they did the ultrasound before they took the blood. Like, everything just happening out of order. Which, by the way, Katie, on your behalf, I demanded that they show me where the follicles were. Because I said, that looks like nothing to me. Can you tell me what the follicles are? I was like, I'm recording a podcast. And she was like, oh, that's so fun. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but where are the follicles? <laughs> I'm going I'm to so, yeah. shoot more codeine. Okay. Our wine time is brought to you by my codeine. Which, is it pink? Or is your bottle just pinkish? It's just the bottles, like orange pink. 
Okay. Well, it kind of counts. Yeah. It's in the family, in the shade it of colors. needed for cough. Yes. It's in the family. We'll allow it. It has some alcohol content in it. <laughs> so when you look at the ultrasound and you're moving the wand around, there are these little black, like, blobs that show up. Mm-hmm. And those are the follicles. Okay. And so... I was like looking, I was like, oh yeah, okay, I see there's a bunch of them. And they were like, yeah, you have a lot of follicles. And they're like, you should have a good one, is what they're saying, which means they think I'm probably going to be able to get a lot of eggs. And then I had a question that I hadn't thought of. Yeah, yeah. um, I had a question that I hadn't thought of. I just pictured the Easter bunny with like a bag full of eggs, a basket full of eggs. What eggs? But you, as a. Yeah, you as (laughs) an Easter. Ew. Oh my god! I'm I'm Ew. I'm making that. <laughs> I'm gonna Ew. make that. I'm gonna Photoshop that for the graphic for this episode. Don't do that. One of my biggest um, heebie-jeebies is um, food that talks. When I was a kid, I had a dream about this chicken that chased me and tried to kill me. And I was in then like when I see commercials and the food is talking, I just oh, it's so bad. Ooh. Heebie-jeebies. Food is not meant to talk. Stop that. Singing raisins are yeah. not that cute. Singing raisin. Yes, because it looks like a singing poop. A singing raisin looks like I'm, a singing poop. Is your poop purple? Oh, get the raisins. Uh, okay. I was about to say, get the California raisins are purple, which makes me have a lot of questions about your bowel movement. But you know me. I could get on it with all my stomach issues. I could get on a train about that for days. So we'll divest. I only half know what we're saying right now, so I'm probably going to listen to this later and have no recollection of this conversation. We're talking about so raisins. And, we're, and we're talking about raisins no, I know. and poop right now. Yeah. It's just future Katie when you listen to this. <laughs> that, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. All right, and before anyway, that, continue. we were talking about follicles. So that's how we got that. So yeah, we uh, they were like, yeah, this should be good, and then um, uh, then I got my blood drawn. So that's the big thing that's gonna happen at the check-ins. They have to keep drawing your blood to check mm-hmm. your hormone to then recommend the next course of medication. You stay on what you're you're on for a couple more days. You switch. Oh. It's time for you to share. And so that was one of the reasons why the um, and the orientation which is also good because I didn't buy all my medication at once. So the fridge door being open, there's only one thing, which is the trigger shot that needs to stay cold and I don't have it yet. So that was also very helpful that um, yeah. I don't I don't have that medication yet. But um, it's different for different people. My hormone levels could be up higher and then they'll switch me to the next thing. They might want to keep me on something for a couple more days. And so this is one of the reasons why you have to keep going in and you have to remain flexible because they're going to continuously monitor how my body is responding to the medication. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, my next appointment supposed to be Monday morning, but no one called me to schedule yet. So, and I'm pretty sure that office is closed on the weekend. So I'm contemplating just like showing up at 7 a.m. on Monday. And just be like, so no one me- called me, but I have an appointment, I think. And so from here, we'll cut to you leaving the doctor's office. Yeah, I think one thing that was interesting about when I left the doctor's office, I will say, even when I made my recording, there 
for a lot of couples in the waiting room. I was there so early that I was there before everybody. It was like yeah. me and one other woman. And then by the time I came out, other people were there and there were a lot of couples in the waiting room, which of course, again, have me have a mini reaction. There are a lot of couples there, which kind of like, again, I think a big thing, this kind of embarrassing for me is realizing that I like, oh, I don't think I want to be a single mother, which is a little embarrassing for me because I'm like a strong, independent woman who can do anything by myself. And I, I think, think I would want embarrassing. Lie. It feels like it because I, yeah, my dad kind of be like, oh, you you don't, that's not something you want to do. And I was like, right now, I don't think it is because I think I want to do it with somebody, which Mm. kind of goes into that New York Times article I shared with you the other day. Um, Yeah, right. No, but I don't think uh, that's, I don't think that's shameful or anything. I mean, like, obviously it's, it's being a single mother is like very hard not knocking single mothers, but it's, it's a difficult job being a mother period mm-hmm. to doing it by yourself. It's, it's understandable that you'd want somebody there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. I think it's just weird. Cause at one point I had felt liberated by the, from the concept of marriage. Once I realized you could have a child on your own. It's one of those things where maybe you're, personally a little less progressive in some ways than you thought you were but I don't I think that's what's kind of like oh I don't know if that necessarily makes you like less progressive I just it's just like a thing that I think you're allowed to you're allowed to feel that way and be like I don't know if I want to do this alone that's yeah and I don't think I mean overall like less progressive but I do feel like like my personal wants for myself, maybe, is what mm-hmm. it is, are a little bit more conservative than I thought they were. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like my child to have two parents. And, like, to, if I have a child ridden family, and actually, I think I'd rather go be single and travel around the world if I don't find a partner than be a single mom and that. Uh, I think there's a lot of benefit, if possible, for my child to have two parents. And I was like, oh, oh, I didn't necessarily think I felt that way, but apparently I mm-hmm. do. So, okay, that's something for me to sit with in process, um, which, of course, I have divorced parents. I have lots of parents. I have so many parents that, of course, I'm like, oh, my kid had two parents because I had a ton of parents and it was awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. But They make yeah, up half so. our listeners. They do make up. I, I mean, I don't think my dad. My dad's like, is Katie still doing her podcast? And <laughs> him yesterday, I was like, it was our podcast, Dad. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, Ricky. <laughs> oh, my God. I love your dad so much. When I was a teenager, all I would say is that I one day wanted to live in Paris with my lover and our 10 adopted children. And I think none of that has changed for me ever. <laughs> I'll take a lover and my 10 adopted children. Half of them will be dogs. I was about to say, are any of them actual human children? Uh, That's my question. (laughs) A a, a couple of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's one human child being forced to like be raised with nine dogs. Sit down on the ground with your brother. Your uh, your bowl is right next to him. It's all girls. It's just all girl dogs. (laughs) It would be all girl dogs. The kid's like, can I sit at the table with you with the plate? No, no, don't make your sibling feel awkward. 
<laughs> no, that's absolutely not true. All the siblings would be sitting at the table. Everybody's equal. Then <laughs> by nobody, people would be like, Katie's having a dinner party. Be like, oh yeah, I don't know if I want to go to Katie's dinner party. I know she's in Paris, but it's like all dogs sitting at the table. <laughs> This is why people, when people say, oh, we don't let, our dog's not allowed to sit here, our dog's not allowed to go into that room. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> Rosetta has, has had me trained since day one. She just gives me that baleful look and I'm like, you can have whatever you want. Take the shirt off my back. It's all yours, Rosetta. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, anyway. I, yeah. So, I think leaving the doctor's office, like that was kind of something that struck me. That's actually, I ended up looking up still the New York Times article I was referring to before. Um, it talks about how when you're 30, like if you freeze your eggs after the age of 38, mm. you, it decreases the chances of you having a live childbirth from your eggs mm -hmm. your chances are higher before 38 which is one of the reasons why I was like I really don't think I want to wait until summer to do this because I turned 38 in October mm -hmm. and I was like I would rather try to do this in the first half of my 37th year mm -hmm. <laughs> so that I'm like as close to 37 as possible yeah. um <laughs> even though of course <laughs> the article was great for many reasons, and of course it carries again, like for the age you freeze, it is not a guarantee that you're having a baby. Like each egg is a chance at a baby, but it's not a baby. Remember that. And also um, the other thing, you know that, did you read the article yet, Katie? Mm -hmm. the, the woman in the article, I was like, why, do you, why are you doing this? Uh, the woman who's like, she broke up with her fiance, and then at the oh, end, yeah, they're like, and six years later, to, to, she'd married to her former fiance, and they had a baby. And I was like, I don't need to read this crap. Just tell me about the egg journey. I don't need to know about the rest of that. Don't talk, don't talk about your love. Don't talk about your love and how you guys got back together because you were meant to be together anyways, and you had a baby anyways. Here's my question. Serious question. So they broke up, right? And then she mm -hmm. froze her eggs. Does she now make him pay her back or help pay down Ooh, whatever the cost was of her freezing the eggs? That's my question because he benefited from it too, even though they broke up after she did it. That's a good. Or question. they broke up before she did it. What the write it write it in letter to the editor. We'll put this link to this article in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we can also uh, put it in the um, in the newsletter, which I have to do. But um, be like, tell me if you broke up with someone, froze your eggs, partially because you thought you were going to have children with that person, and now you got to like rethink everything, and then you end up back together with that person, like three, four years down the road, and you use those eggs. Does that person? Are they like on the hook? Because if you were a couple, you would have paid for it together. Mm -hmm. Because you're not, you pay for it on your own. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind saying it. I took out a loan. So, like. Did Paris Hilton freeze her eggs? 
I read an article like that Paris Hilton was having trouble getting pregnant. Hold on, but well, I she used I... the she used a surrogate. I just didn't know if that if she then she would have had to freeze her egg. Yeah, that's the only way okay. you can use a surrogate. They got to get them. I don't know if she froze her egg previously. She's that's at least what, gone through the process true. of doing an yeah. egg retrieval, though. She had to at that's, least do that. That's what I was talking about, is she did it earlier, too. But, yeah, they used a surrogate. Anyway. Okay, I think we should switch to the shots now. Intro that. So this this what you're about to hear. What are we about to hear? You're about to hear me, my friend Amanda, who's staying with me right now. She's hiding in the back. She says she'll be on a later episode. That's fair. Figure that out, but she's in the back of the apartment right now. Hi, Amanda. Amanda. Oh my god. Maybe she's napping. Well, or she's not, talking and I can't hear her. She's not napping now. I can't. I can't hear anything. What? I just said <laughs> I mentioned you on the podcast and said hi. Hey. There we go. She'll be on she, when yeah. I'm more lively. Yeah, we got it. She'll be. Yeah, yeah, you're fine right now. She'll be in a future episode, but you're about to hear her now. She's dancing in the hallway, which you can't mm-hmm. see. Tell them I'm saying when I go again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm wow. Amanda um, said, if uh, you couldn't hear her, the viewers, that she is single and she doesn't want children. No. Oh, is that no. for all the men that listen? Yeah, this is for the men that listen, which is probably my brother who's already married. Um, I'm not sure if my younger brother listens, but I'm sure my middle brother does. Um, and yeah, that's the only male person I can think of who listens. I like I don't even think our dads listen to this. Their wives do, but not our I don't want to date your dads. <laughs> Lucky for them. So I can't really think of a man who will... We, well, we might have some. If you're a man, please write in. Yeah, also, in addition to your thoughts on the whole egg freezing, uh, the man has to pay thing. If you are just a man in general. Um, and interested and are, in dating Amanda. She's 34? 34? Yeah. 34? 34, um, about, uh, about to turn 5, 35. 5'2? 5'1? 5'2? No, she's probably like the same height as me, like 5'4. Just under. What? You're right, I'm just under 5'4. Yeah, she's just under five four. She's, I'm an Aries. Okay. She's an Aries. Yeah. She's an Aries. Yeah. Would you say um, strawberry blonde? Sure, strawberry blonde. Yeah. Strawberry blonde. She looks like it's winter. Okay. Uh, it's a lot lighter in the summer. She rejects that. Um, rejects that. She says, <laughs> "I don't know if I'm repeating like people can hear her, and then I'm repeating it." But <laughs> she, we says, can hear her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great. So I don't need to repeat that. So she does reject um, being called Dari Blonde. All right. Well, she'll be on a future podcast. And yes, but you are about ma- to hear her voice. Uh, yeah, we okay. Play the recording of shots. So it was me, Amanda, and our friend Lindsay, um, who came over for dinner at my place last night. But before we had dinner, we had a side of um, fertility shots. And so you're going to hear us like trying to figure out. Like, how does it flow? What does it do? Me, like, when they give you directions on the phone and in your appointment, they're kind of like, like, they're so used to it. So they're like, okay, so what you're going to do is, like, you're going to actually have to do the vial twice because your your um, prescription is twice the medication. So, you know, you stick the needle in the liquid and then you're in the powder, out the powder, in the powder, out the powder, but two vials. And you're like, what did you just say to me? Right? And 
And so I like have all this stuff in front of me and then finally it clicks. It finally clicks like what they're trying to say, but it literally takes us like 30 minutes of watching videos to try to like put it all together. And then we realized we forgot to bring out God's paths. And so like, I'm just like holding the needle in my stomach. Cause I was like, I don't know what's going to happen when I pull out this needle because I don't know, am I going to squirt? But I don't know. So like a man is like, like <laughs> I think it's all on the recording. You know what I mean? Like God's paths underneath the sink in the bathroom. Okay, and Lindsay like pulls out a coffee filter. <laughs> and I'm oh like, and I was like, what? And I look at it, I was like, um, and Amanda's like, is that sterile? And I was like, God has underneath to sing. Like, I'm a paramedic's daughter. I have all of this. I just didn't pull it out. So there's a lot happening, but we did it. We successfully did two shots. So it's, uh, I'm probably going to butcher the name, but Follicism, Follicism. And menopur, menopur, you are going to, we say that many times during the shot. Yeah. So uh, the menopur is also the harder one to mix. It involves you with the syringe, taking a vial of liquid, putting that into a thing of powder, mixing it around, bringing it back into the syringe then going back to another thing of powder, putting it in, mixing it around. It It was a lot, but we finally figured it out. It only took three people to figure it out. Great. So okay. here it is. Okay, I'm going to start recording now. As I figure this piece out. Because this is a pretty important part of the process. Alright. So, when you get the package, you actually have to like Put the needle together. I know the second one involved me mixing solution, which I'll watch that video next. Um, but one of the medications I'm taking is Ballistum, I think it's what it's called. And I have to take that um, every day. Oh, just so you know, I am recording for the podcast right now. I mean, talk, but yeah. I wash my hands really well. Okay. I'm glad. Um, so I have my um, friend Amanda and Lindsay here. So uh, they will be heard in the background while I'm figuring this out. Okay. So, yeah, the first thing I have to do is I have to put together the pin, which what it's telling me is that there's like a cartridge, there's another piece, and I need to put this vial on the tip and then I guess you push that down like this and then I screw this on and I'm gonna have to do this a few more times because this is just for three days and then I screw this and it clicks and then it lines up I think like that mm-hmm. it looks lined up it looks lined up okay and this pen is going to have to be kept in the fridge um, over the next few days. Okay, then, next thing I do, they have a video with this lovely woman with great abs, which does make me feel good. Like, you're not bloated right now, so I don't believe anything is happening. Um, now, okay. hold the outer needle shield in one hand and the cartridge holder in the other. 
push the end of the cartridge holder into the outer needle shield and screw tightly together. Okay, so they sent me like 5 million cartridges, so I don't know what I'm going to do with all of these, but like there's literally a cartridge with this and a cartridge with that. Like I'm not going to need that many cartridges. Is this why this medication um, cost over $1,000? Because of the amount of cartridges they gave me? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Question for the experts. <laughs> okay, so I'm supposed to take this off. So this is just thing I have to replace every day. The needles have to be replaced on the pin. I need to screw this cap on. Boom. And then I think that is what you do for the, and then when it's not on, this, this pin lays on top of it. Okay. So this is, this is the first step. So it all needs to be tightly screwed together. And so I think what they were saying is that I inject myself. And I know how much I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do a dose of 300. Um, although I'll double check that on my portal because it's all they ever talk about. Do you have a portal? Log into the portal. All the information on your portal. Email us on the portal. Call the number. Earth the portal. The portal. The portal. So... It's very, the portal loves you. The, but the portal? Uh, you can, but you I think... That out? I, I'm sure Katie won't. <laughs> you all kinds of things. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that'll Find be... Find your system. You tell me it simply, please. No, I think we need a system. They're in the portal. You need the systems, Amanda. I hate systems. Yeah, but without systems, we all die. All just feral little... Animals running around the world, probably killing each other without systems. Wait, is this one? They don't like give this stuff in English. It's like all in doctor, you know? Wow. Which is not English. I don't know. I was told something would be waiting for me on the portal, and now I don't see it. But maybe I saw in my email that I had a portal update. Oh, treatment calendar. View all. Yes. Here we go. That's what I wanted. Okay. Yes. There's 300 of this. All right. So I think we're ready to stick the first needle. Actually, you know what? While we wait for this, I'm going to put this in the fridge so we can do them back to back. I'm going to prep the other thing too so that it's not like, you know, we stick me with a needle and then like we got to wait like 10 minutes to finish mixing together the other thing. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pause. All right, so there's two different shots. One is called folicism, mm -hmm. and then the other one is called menopur. Mm. Menopur. And so um, they both, what they do is that they stimulate your follicle to try to get you to a point where instead of, you know, like you release one egg when you have your period trying to get your 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 systems all worked up mm -hmm. so that you drop multiple eggs mm -hmm. so we gotta do two back to back i was told that the one with the pin is like probably the easier one to like you know you just put the cartridge in and screw it but then this one actually involves like putting together some solution mm -hmm. this one and there's like multiple vials so I'm gonna now watch the video for this one and mix it like a science lab and then we can do them back to back instead of having to do a pause 
And then we're going to eat dinner, everybody. Two yeah. in a row? You have to shoot two times? You do the... We'll do the, the pin once, and then we'll do this once. I think. Let me read my direction. 150. I might actually have to do two. So let me read my direction. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Okay. Sometimes the nurses are like, you know, because it's their job. They're like, so this happens, and then it happens, and then it happens, and then it happens, and then blah, 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 blah. And if you have any questions, blah, blah, blah. Do you, do you have any questions? And you're like, I wouldn't even know, honestly, because you just gave me, like, a lot of information very quickly. Mm-hmm. I must imagine this is how you people... You like, listen, download, practice it, make sure it's right, and then you have questions. Like, this right. It's so hard to be like... I must imagine this must would be like for people when I'm like yeah I know so what we do is like we build the program for like people who just don't organize education who don't fundraise when I go on like a blah they're like what is that what, what? okay I'm gonna push down shots with attitude what shots with attitude <laughs> I'm gonna go through menopause I go through menopause <laughs> okay so I think after I do, I think I have to do this first shot first, like right away. Okay. The one in the bridge? No, this, no, this one. Because she's like... You wanna She's like, bitch, you it did it right shortly away. after. Makes sense. And then I guess we should go get the one in the fridge, though. That makes sense. Fresh mix. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, can somebody... Could somebody um, do, because I'm holding on to this, um, swab. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Yeah, let me wash my hands first. I guess here. Hold on. Hold one moment. This is, like, so irresponsible that they let you do this at home. I wonder if it's a freshness thing also. Yeah, I just feel like it's really responsible for the medical industry to be like, here's some needles, here's some stuff, good luck, don't kill yourself. It makes me slightly nervous, but, like, if they're going to trust you to have a baby, then, like, you know. You I feel like a baby stuff, like, is less, I mean, I've been taking care of kids since I was six years old. I am less nervous because nobody's asking me to put a needle in that baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want me to swab <laughs> your tum-tum, right? I have no problem, yeah, changing a diaper, dealing with a kid with a fever, feeding a kid in the middle of the night. I've been doing that since I was, like, since I was a kid. This is, I've never took a needle on myself before. Okay. And you, wait, where do you want me to swab? How about you show Maybe. me? Just around your belly button? It says, they said slightly off from your belly button. Okay, hold on. Okay. I'll do a wide area. <laughs> Just, you know. Okay, and then I think... Oh. And then you can, after you do the. Yeah, I think it turns on like that. I think we're good. Oh, yep, there it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. There's a needle. That's a needle. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm supposed to push until it comes to the top. That's what she just said. Is it supposed to have all that air in between? But I don't think I had a choice. That's just where it was. If you keep pushing, does the liquid come out? No. It's just air. Oh, good. Then now do it. The liquid gets to the top and then flick it out if there were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then push again for another drop. Yeah. Got it. Because she did recommend push. There was like a little bit of drop in there that was just pressure or whatever. Yeah. 
Under pressure. It's not going to inject air into yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it's not going to go right into your veins, so it'll be fine, but still. Yeah. Okay. So it went to the top. That's good. And then now, keep going until you see a little droplet come out. Oh, there okay. he is. Okay. There they are. Whole Faith Day kit. I'll pull this out. Yeah. Don't pull it out until you have something yeah. on pressure. And then I'll take that back. I'll just drop that. <laughs> I guess we go to the other one, see the direction. Do any different? Oh, God. Wait, wait. Just trip that one. All right. The other one, the next one's ready to go, right? Yeah, this one's ready to go. Yeah, that's what I want to do. So I could do a back-to-back. Okay. Okay, so this one um, was supposed to twist the vial. I don't recall. Is it? Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. As long as you know. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yes. Because this one, like, you use it over time. Mm -hmm. I only use a little bit of time. I'm supposed to go to 300. I miss my dad right now. <laughs> yeah, because you know he would have been all over this. My dad would have been like, all right, cool, got the video. Uh -huh. Yeah, I did it. Uh -huh. Everybody's sterilized. Uh -huh. He's like wearing his own gloves. Yep. I don't know. Should I just do the other side? Should I wipe the other side? Or should I do it on the same side? I guess I'll do the other side. Why don't you try the same side? And then if it hurts a lot, then you, you know. know to op go opposite sides. Yeah. And you can see where the injection was in the first one, right? Yeah, I put that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like right, yeah, under or next to it. And then if it hurts a lot tomorrow, then just alternate. Alternate, okay. Okay, everybody. So I did it. Um, that was intense. Took a lot of people to figure that out. Um, it was intense. Did it hurt putting it in your tummy? The needles do not hurt at all. Good. Yeah, um, do you I guys have any other questions you want to ask me while we're still rolling? Probably did. Do you think other people might want to know? What questions do you think I'd have? Um, what questions do you think I'd have? Um, oh, this more blood. I don't know that other people would want to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or did you want to know? Like, I'm sure what you want to well, know. Well, did it hurt? Is a big one. Did you? Yeah. Did it hurt? Was my first thing. Did you feel like you were supported by having a person around? Or oh people? yeah. Helpful or no? Or was I? Yeah. Are we really, minus the edema? Were we not helpful? <laughs> and would you rather done this by yourself, or you could like concentrate or something? Um, I think it was good to have other people like watching to make sure I didn't fuck it up and like like for example there were also things like Lindsay was paying closer yeah, attention to some parts than I was and then when I was like I don't understand it like mm -hmm. you like repeated something in a way that made sense to me that didn't make sense in the video you know so I think overall it was like helpful um to have people around I mean I think I obviously would have maybe concentrated differently had it been just me yeah but I also think I would have been like more nervous and had like a lot more concerns about like messing something up um so it was nice to have like oops that's not what that goes I don't need that anymore um it was nice to have other people like here to be like yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah, okay, you have the needle and now I think it's like that because I feel like this is like such a nerve-wracking thing to potentially like mess up. You're like sticking needles in your body and do you put too much medication in? And like also like 
we don't know how my emotions are going to change over the next like couple of hours. So also nice to have people around. How do you feel now though, now that the first step is over? The first physical medicine step. Honestly, I'm like running through a to-do list in my head a little bit. Like, okay, I still need to log on. I still need to pay my bill. That means I need to transfer the money over. So that's a, a little bit. So regular hormones. Regular Erica. Is like, that's real cute, y'all. But they're the to-do list attached to She's still like, the portal is clean. Yeah. Must like, log on. Yeah, but. <laughs> click, click, click. Um, no, I mean, I think I feel Is like... that robot, Erica? Yeah, that robot, Erica. <laughs> okay. I never say okay. I feel like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm just inspired by it being... Yeah, Cardi well, B, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine okay. Cardi B, Erica? Cardi B, Erica she would out. be like, don't Wait, eat. I have a question. Yeah. So, you only do this three times? Uh, I may need to order another dosage of medication for, like, Monday, Tuesday. So, what they had recommended when uh-huh. I went, which is also why it's good that my appointments are so ungodly early in the morning. But um, only get, like, enough for a few days. Mm. Because your personal medication may be adjusted. Like, they're going to monitor me on Monday. Oh, I see. And they're like, okay, you're probably going to need, like, one more before you move on. Like, date... Things could move up or back. Like, things could happen sooner or later than the cycle schedule that they're giving me. And even if you look at the calendar that they gave me, they've only given me the information up to a few days, and then I come back for blood work. Gotcha. So, I may need to order more. What was nice was I called them, like, that morning, and they had it here. Amanda received it by, like, noon that day. 12.36. Yes. So, I can either go pick it up from them, or they'll get it here. Uh, the uh, pharmacy that I'm using, which is also located on the Apple website. They side. did not walk it up five floors, though. Oh, they didn't? I just wanted to say that. That's so funny. Amanda does that. I'm paying off all those tour stays I stay here. Yeah. <laughs> this goes in the fridge, right? I think that actually doesn't go in the fridge, but just put it in the fridge anyway. Oh. What's it say on the label? Yeah, what does the label say? You know, it doesn't say, which I guess means it doesn't have to. I think it doesn't. I was told... Maybe stored refrigerated or at room temperature. Just put it in the fridge then, because the apartment gets warm sometimes. Um, yep. Yeah, so I guess, like, to, as my, my, my therapist would try to probably push me a little bit more, uh, to be like, no, but how do you feel? Because I always, like, go into logistics, and she's like, yes, yes. Same. What the, what's the emotion? That's avoidant. That's avoidant. Oh, yeah. But that's not, not my I'm attachment not type. Yeah, I'm not runner. My attachment type is not avoidant. I've never done mine, but I'm I think you could still avoid wanting yeah. to talk about your emotions. Mine's like the, the, the people in the middle who are like, <laughs> you guys are totally fine. The problem is you usually end up with one of these other people. <laughs> it's not the folks. It's like there's one in the middle that I can't remember what the secure. attachment style is. Secure. secure yeah. So I have yeah. secure attachment secure style. But, yeah. but secure attachment style people often end up with one of the other two. And then you're like, what is happening? And then I, when I read that, I was like, Oh, yep, yep, that, yeah, 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 and I get very confused. I'm very confused. (laughs) Have you done the book or the quiz or, like, read about those? I've heard about it and read about it, but I haven't done, like, the quiz or read the book. You can do it online. It's pretty easy to do it. You can, it's online. You can. Oh, yeah, I've been avoiding it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did it with a friend who's, like, yeah, who's, like, mine was, like, like, she kind of had a little bit of, like, a, Oh, after she after yeah. she looked at it, so I think. Pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah, I think I know what mine is too. Well, she read her. But I think it. Yeah. She read her, and then I realized. 
that was my ex, sort of, not my ex at the time, that I was like, ah, (laughs) when I was like, oh, okay, this explains a lot. But um, how do I feel? I feel um, like, okay, let's go, getting started, you know, like, doing it. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started in here. Woo hoo! Uh huh. Woo hoo! In here. Tell me, tell me you're an elder millennial without telling me. You're Uh, the You're like, uh, I know the perfect song for this moment. (laughs) Yeah, and the radio version though, not the. You know the album version. What it was? It was let's get. Oh, I did know that And they one. changed it for yeah, the yeah, radio. Because yeah. that's when we started becoming a little more woke. Yeah, that's when we were like, the R word is actually... That's actually answer. like, no, yeah. dude, that's really messed up. And like, there's a line in there, it's like, bob your head, like, have a bus seat. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, I cut that one out of my book, Yeah, I think they like, they, on the radio version, they're like, blah, blah, when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> we're just not going to let you guys hear that. So, yeah, I feel like, okay, like, let's do it. We're getting going. Like, I think the next few ones will be a little less intense because I'm gonna have a better and I could probably start getting faster yeah but it's like yeah it's it's happening that's what it feels like I'm doing this wild thing it has got wild and you know I have a I have a lot of oh yeah we need to put this inside of the cave I have a lot of mixed feelings about it but like I don't I I haven't doubted at all this is the right thing for me to do even though I have mixed feelings but yeah you're allowed to, like, take a decision and, and go for it, but also still be, like, afraid of it and not totally sure if, like, what's going to happen. Yeah, I think more than fear, it's a little bit more for me, like, there's still uncertainty around, like, what happens next. Like, do I, am I having children? Am I not? I realized, I was saying earlier, Lindsay, I realized I kind of, don't want to have children without a partner I think and that was a realization for me that yeah. I'm slightly embarrassed about um because you know I'm a strong independent woman and I could raise a kid on my own and so I was kind of like oh but I think I don't want to yeah oh okay um and that surprised me a little bit um so yeah mm. yeah okay awesome. well we're gonna finish when this way the pen should actually go in this case I'm gonna do that. Oh, oh nice. and, and then it, yeah, Here, and then, then um, we're gonna eat our dinner. So thank you, thank you, ladies, for being here with me on uh, this step of my uh, fertility journey. Okay. Friday okay. fertility. Friday fertility. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we're coming back in, and the thing is, is I have not heard what everybody just heard yet, because I haven't had a chance, because this just happened yesterday. Yesterday? Oh my God. Time yesterday night, yeah. 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 So I haven't had a chance to listen to it. So I'm going to, when I do, my questions will probably come on the next podcast, but are there any final things that are coming up for you? Um, After that experience? Um, just, yeah, I mean, just that this is nuts. I mean, and I do say at one point, did you say just, this- just that this is nuts? Is that what you yeah, just said? this is nuts. And I say at one point, this is so irresponsible of the medical industry to just like send me home with these needles and this medication. I thought that. <laughs> and I was like, uh, good luck. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
what are the horror stories we're gonna after you're all done with this i'm gonna look no i always go i already googled after my first appointment death from egg freezing you know i'm already on it i've already have there been i the main thing that popped up was a woman who died during the egg retrieval process i didn't go too deep into it so um, under the like actually under the not do you call it surgery you don't call it surgery. yeah well i guess it is i mean they put you on an anesthesia I guess so. Okay. That's why Amanda has to stay with me the whole next day because I'm going to be um, coming out from anesthesia. But, you know, there are things that can go wrong, and I'm sure I'll be a lot more nervous about the egg retrieval process right before it happens. I'm going to wait to look that up because I'm already nervous about all this. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, so. it's, a, it's a thing. It, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's just a, a lot. I have a lot that goes into it. One last thing I do want to share. So the place where I'm getting my egg retrieval done is connected to um, a well-known university. And Mm -hmm. um, they sent me a thing um, being like, hey, do you, um, are you open to taking part in a survey about the levels of stress that the egg freezing process um, causes? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That would be a good thing for women. I guess I can do it. What does this entail? But then I kind of skimmed through to the bottom. And it's like, we're giving out Amazon gift cards to everyone who participates. And I was like, oh, I don't care what it entails. I'm in. And now I just keep volunteering for more. I'm like, I'll do the first survey. I'll do the second survey. I'll do an in-person survey. Does it get me a better Amazon gift card? Like, look, I'm not doing IVF, so I'm not trying to have a baby right away. I uh, am not 100% mm-hmm. sure I'm ever going to use these eggs, whether it's that I decide to have children, will I need them, or whether it's a case of like I just end up not using them at all and donating them to science. But what I can get right now mm-hmm. is an Amazon gift card. <laughs> and as you guys know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm more than happy to talk about the stress that this is causing me. And if you're going to give me an Amazon gift card for that, I'm just hoping it's enough to get some air tags. Air tags, yeah, the little um, they're the little Apple Air tags that you can put on your suitcases, and then so long as oh. there's an iPhone nearby, you which like there's always going to be an iPhone nearby, it will ping off the iPhones, and you'll always be able to track your suitcase. So if the airlines like Erica no, says we- this because in the time I've known you, I feel like your luggage has gotten lost more times than most people. Just once. Now, sometimes it's taken a minute to come out, and I'm like, is it here? Maybe but, that's what I'm remembering right now. Yeah, like, that has definitely happened. But I did once have my suitcase left in Dallas um, because they had a our flight was canceled, and then they randomly transferred all of us who mm-hmm. were going to LaGuardia to a different – oh, that's my radiator. Oh, okay. That's going to go for a minute. They transferred all of us to a different plane, and our, we made it, but our luggage did not. Mm-hmm. So, I want an air tag so that at least I can land and then immediately be like, nah, my luggage is in Dallas. And then instead of waiting, just immediately go over to the desk and be like, yeah, I see my luggage is in Dallas. Can I just fill this out and go home and not wait at the airport for 45 mm-hmm. minutes? Or to know, yes, it's on the way. Don't panic. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. So, uh, maybe my Amazon gift card can pay for that or an Amazon Fire TV. Either one, either one. It was very exciting. And I was like, man, I'm so simple. So simple. Capitalism got me. Capitalism got me. 
well, I'll have questions for us next time on uh, the next episode. I am going downhill right now. My brain is like pancaking. So <laughs> Katie's gonna go to bed, and Amanda go and I are gonna go to. We're gonna go to Target. Sweet. So what are you gonna get at Target? Well, because of the stuff with the fridge, I gotta go to Target and Whole Foods and get some food. And then I'm just gonna, you know, there's a lot of stuff over there. There's also a home good. Where's the spirit calling me? Now, I have been warned that you should not make major purchases and be careful with your card while you're going through this process because, you know. It'll end up in the fridge. (laughs) And also the hormones may take you to some dark purchasing spaces, um, which is already a little bit. I'm already a little bit susceptible when things are going on with me. Shopping retail is definitely a thing mm-hmm. for me. But we're just, just walk by home goods and see what's even in the window. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm probably strong enough not to go in there. It's Valentine's Day stuff anyway, and that's just going to depress me. But yeah. just, just walk by. Walk I feel like by. they're talking about, I feel like they're talking about major purchases. Like, don't go buy a Corvette. Maybe not Do like. Do you know how much money I can spend in one home goods setting, though? <laughs> Yeah, maybe not go buy a Corvette, but I could also easily drop like $200 at Home Goods. And there's a Sephora over there too. Like I can easily drop a lot of money in that Home Goods, Sephora, Burlington Coat Factory, TJ Maxx, Target little shopping center. So I just need to keep my wits about me and not be like, it's only $25. No. That's what Amanda's for. Yeah, that, exactly. That's what she's for. And mm-hmm. hopefully strong enough, strong enough to fight me. All right. All right, everybody. everybody for listening. We we'll appreciate see you on the you next following one. my journey with Menopause. Okay. There we go. Bye. <laughs>